Welcome to the Rocky Mountain Sunshine Podcast, where we share faith, have some fun, and strive to add a little bit of sunshine to your day. I am your host, Jason Bringhurst. Oh, hello, everybody. Can I just say how much I love spring? Today, as I was driving to work, I saw the first signs. I saw a tree that's just starting to have some blossoms come out on it, and I am so excited. It was sunshine, it was blue skies today, and ah, so excited. You know, in Utah, there was just a lot of blue skies. Usually we'd have storms come through, and uh, and then it'd be blue skies again. Port Angeles, uh, Washington here, uh, we don't have blue skies quite as much. Um, we do have them quite often, but, uh, you know, when, it's a, when the skies are blue like today, the ocean air is so clear and just love it. Just love, love, love it. Well, in today's episode, I talk about a letter that I found recently written by my grandmother, Maggie Aldridge, and how it impacted my life. So without any further delay, let's get to it. So it's a little embarrassing. Uh, almost three years ago, in, three, in June it'll be three years, we moved to Port Angeles um, and we got a storage shed and lived uh, with my in-laws for a while until we could find a home. And uh, then we uh, moved into our home. So it's definitely been <laughs> two years that we've lived in our home and we still have boxes in our garage that we have not unpacked. And so I'm slowly making an effort and was working on uh, getting some boxes out of the garage and was going through a box that had a lot of stuff from uh, my high school days and my college days and a lot of stuff that should have been thrown away. <laughs> and somehow it's been, uh, we moved it from Utah and it sat in our garage. But uh, anyway, so I'm going through all this. And I come across uh, a letter that my grandmother, uh, Maggie Aldridge, wrote to me. Now, she is my mother's mother. As I mentioned in last week's episode, I was, I was inactive uh, in the church for um, uh, several years in my teenage years. And I, I was very close to my grandmother. And, you know, she, when I was young, she would take me to church with her. Uh, she made sure that I went to primary every week. Back then, it was during the week. It was not on Sunday. And uh, we, we read the Book of Mormon together. We listened to these tapes that she had of, like, the dramatized uh, Book of Mormon, uh, which I loved. Um, we played this game called Seek. It was uh, different uh, trivia questions with um, the Book of Mormon, and I, I was really good at it. You know, I, I always have just known that the church was true. Never doubted it. Um, I've always known that the Book of Mormon was the Word of God. I've always known that Joseph Smith was a prophet. I just, I, I have believing blood, I guess. I just, I just have always thought that it was true. It, it's always just rang true to me. You know, despite the fact that I, I did go uh, for a while without uh, going to church. I, I was inactive and uh, was not following the commandments and uh, precepts of the gospel. I was willingly rebelling. I was, it was not because I did not believe. Um, I, in fact, there were times that I wished that I just was not a member so I wouldn't feel any guilt. Um, but uh, all along, I, I knew that I was not following the path that God wanted me to follow. Um, I had already received a patriarchal blessing. I knew that I had blessings and promises that if I would, you know, follow the commandments that I, I could receive. There I was, you know, as a teenager, not uh, not going to church and 
kind of kind of wandering. Wanted to to see what the world had to offer, and I, I was the prodigal son. Um, I was like Alma the younger. You know, I was uh, was not at all following in 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 the footsteps of my uh, ancestors and the footsteps of my my grandmother. You know, during this time, uh, I was rebelling with not going to church, rebelling with my uh, long hair, rebelling with uh, my clothes and my music, my friends and my actions. I mean, that's a typical story, right? But I I loved my grandmother. I I didn't want my grandmother to know what was going on in my life. And, and, uh, but, you know, she, she could, she could tell she saw right through me and, uh, I, I just had the soft spot for my grandmother and I loved her. And, and, uh, you know, there's something about grandparents that, uh, they can be really bold. You know, my mom and I, we, uh, I was being raised by her and, and we fought a lot. Uh, I don't think I listened to my mom quite as much as, as, as my grandmother. And, um, it probably caused my mom a lot of headaches, <laughs> a lot of headaches. I am sorry, mom. <laughs> Mom's a listener. She's, she's probably my biggest fan. So <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. You know, grandparents, they, they have a way with their grandchildren because they're not the parent. Uh, and that was the, the, uh, case in, in my life. Um, I was probably more likely to listen to my grandmother. So here I have this, this letter. I just came across it. I open up this letter. There's no date on it, unfortunately. Um, but it says, Dear Jason, happy birthday. So I, I'm guessing, I mean, 16, 17, 18. I'm not sure exactly. Somewhere in that time. Um, I hope you have a nice day and that you try to live worthy of the blessings that are in store for you if you do whatever is right. I am very worried about you. If you don't go each week to church and renew your covenants with the Lord, then Satan can take over. And you seem to stay away from me as if you may have something to hide. I remember when you were 12 and you were ordained a deacon. You had such ideals that you were going to become. And you promised me you would never forget them or who you were. We used to enjoy one another, and now I can see you slipping, and I'm brokenhearted. I pray night and day for you to come back and feel the Spirit as you used to. I love you very much. You are very precious to me. Don't forget to say your prayers. Your mom cries and worries over you. She doesn't want to see you go through what she had to to be able to come back. She prays for you daily and loves you very much. Grandma. Wow, huh? So this this letter, I remember reading it and you know, it it hit me to the core. Oh, she could see right through me. And she was right to worry. I I, I was actually worried about myself. I think at that point in my life, you know, she was someone who could talk to me and reach me. And, um, I don't know that I would have listened as much to my mom at this point. I had to have my heart start softening a little bit. Uh, I'm so grateful that, you know, with the help of God, some good friends, uh, a girlfriend who was a good influence, a bishop, a home teacher, home teaching companion, uncles, aunts, a mother and her prayers, a brother who looked up to me, and yes, my grandmother and her prayers, I was able to turn my life around. 
but it was, it was hard. It was so, so hard. Um, you know, I had a small sense of how critical it was to my future to change the course that I was heading in. And, uh, I was able to make the changes I needed, uh, and was able to go on a mission. I was, uh, really unprepared for my mission, I think, but, uh, I had a willing heart. I wanted to serve. I had been humbled and I was ready by the time I went out. So fast forward, um, again, I'm going through this box. And so there's just this random things that I've saved in, in there, like that letter. And I, I see a card and, um, it says Jason on the front of it. It's just a card from my grandmother. Dear Jason, a big 25. So several years later now. You have come a long way in these 25 years. A mission, school, and marriage. All has been wonderful. I hope you have many more great experiences in your life and always will be happy with no regrets. I love you. Have a nice birthday, Grandma. What wise advice to live a life with no regrets. I do have a lot of regrets from that time in my life where where I wandered. And uh, I wish that uh, I could go back and, and, you know, kind of steer myself uh, away from all the things that I did. But it is what it is. And and that's part of my life now. And I hope that I can learn from it. And uh, hopefully I can help my children to make better decisions as well. I'm so thankful that my grandmother was able to see me turn my life around. Um, I'm so thankful that my wife was able to meet her before my grandmother passed. I miss my grandmother so much. Um, what a blessing she was to me. You know, my mom and I have a great relationship now. Um, she, like I said, she's my biggest fan on the podcast. But, uh, boy, I was a knucklehead, uh, borrowing the term from Elder Holland's recent video from Roots Tech. You know, I was, I was, I was a knucklehead and, and, uh, I was, I was just messing up my life and, and wasting it. Um, it was just wasting away, but you know, I, I'm sure I did so many stupid things that I can't even remember. I'm sure I drove my mom crazy, you know, and especially back when there was no cell phones and she had no idea where I was half the time. I wanted to share this with you because, you know, if you have a child who is strayed, I know that emotionally this is harder than anything you've ever faced in your life, most likely. Any, definitely anything harder than your own personal faith journey. With children who have wandered, we, we just don't know. We don't know exactly where they are with God and with, with their heart. But you, you can know where you are. And, um, you know, with all your heart, believe in the power of prayer. God knows his children. So all you need to do is just love them. You know, recognize the good in them. Love your children. If you're a grandparent, love your grandchildren. You have a special relationship with them. Testify to them when you can. Live the gospel and let them see you living the gospel every day. Seeing my grandmother kneeling and praying by her bed, that was more of a testimony than she could have ever told me in any sermon about prayer. It is the plan of happiness. It's the plan of salvation. It's not the plan of exclusion. It is not just for a few of us. It's for everyone. Follow the Spirit. I'm confident it will work out. It's hard. It's hard. I can't imagine how hard it was for my grandmother and my, my mother. But I, I do know a little bit about the, the worries of being a parent and, and the prayers. And um, I take comfort in John 3.16 
It says, for God so loved the world. That means us. That means our children. He so loved them that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That gives me hope. God loves our children. God loved me. And he's not going to forget those who stray. He's not going to forget them. He loves them so much that he sent Jesus Christ to save us all. I think the reason why we have the stories of Alma the Younger and the prodigal son and the story of Saul is because life is about redemption. It is about turning our life around and that we should never lose hope. Don't lose hope in yourself. Don't lose hope in your children. Don't lose hope in your grandchildren. I know God will not lose hope and we just need to love them. Love them like crazy. Show them that nothing will change our love for them. That's the kind of love that is taught in the prodigal son. When the son returns and the father runs to him, that's our father in heaven. When we are ready to turn around and to turn our life back to him, he runs to us. Thanks so much for listening. We hope that we've added a little bit of sunshine to your day. We would appreciate it if you would rate and review this episode. And if you liked it, subscribe, and then you'll be notified when other episodes come out. As always, would love to have you shared on social media so others can find us. So until next time, cheers from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs>